Hello, and welcome to Manifestor Academy for Entrepreneurs with Michelle Anderson. If you are curious about how to manifest the life and business of your dreams, you're in the right spot. I will be sharing interviews, tips, tricks, stories, and anything I can think of by lifting up the hood on my own experience and my own businesses, including my coaching practice, about how you can manifest your dream life and business I hope you enjoy it. If you want to learn more, you can always go to michelleanderson.com. That's Michelle with two L's and Anderson with an S-E-N at the end. you guys. I have um, a coach that I love so much here today, Tandy Pryor with Tandy Pryor Coaching. Hi, Tandy. Hi, Michelle. So I've been lucky to find Tandy and hire her as a coach for me, and she's been absolutely transformational. In fact, she is an amazing transformational coach that does deep work. And one of the things that drew me to Tandy is what we're going to kind of poke at today, which is like how your space, the space that you live in connects to who you are and where you're going with your goals. So hi, Tandy. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be here too. And we have had probably thousands of amazing conversations over the last eight or so years, some of them with me as a client to you and some of them just, you know, really kind of riffing off of all the amazing things that we've learned. And on top of that, you're amazingly funny. So I (laughs) (laughs) was just bragging about you yesterday, especially in regards to how, how amazing you've been able to kind of show me some of the more like intuitive things that really have an impact on our lives, um, including the space that you live in. Yes. And you, by the way, have been amazing to coach too, because you get it on all of those different levels and you're an implementer. So it was really fun to work with you through all of this. And I always learn through everybody that I'm coaching amazing new things every single time. So I'm really excited to get on here and talk about that. Did you, um, have something in particular we're going to dive into around feng shui or a you know an idea that you wanted to talk about well i actually would love to just kind of open up your take on why you think your space and feng shui has such an impact on our lives because i just love to have your perspective on that Well, your physical space, like feng shui has been around, I mean, for a minimum of 5,000 years, they really think it's probably older than that. And there's multiple different schools of feng shui. And ultimately, it is about connecting the energy of ourselves and our homes and setting our physical spaces, whether it's a home or an office or whatever it is, up for your highest success in your life. And they understood that, the the Chinese understood that your space is an outward expression of what's going on in your inner world. 
for one, and also working with nature and the elements and chi, as they call it, which is energy and how it flows through your house and your home or your office and how it can negatively or positively affect us. And I still kind of laugh that I'm in this because I had nothing growing up that would have shown me the truth of this. And sometimes I'm blown away, but I have never not had any results from working with people in their physical space, even the ones that might be a little naysayer, not necessarily 100% on board. If they play along and they listen and they implement, I've never seen no zero results. And that's even back when I sold real estate and I started doing this work to the coaching. I mean, it's part of my coaching package and the people that really embrace it, their results are huge. I would agree because I was one of the people that embraced it. Um, and yes, you did. I was intrigued about it. I felt that there was something there, but I wasn't sure. And you really kind of gave me permission and guidance about how to dive in. Um, yes. And I did see results immediately. And well, the first, that first apartment over on Dayton Street, I remember it. <laughs> yes. And you walked yes. in, I will never forget, you walked in. And you basically like read my mind, basically what I didn't want you to find out about me. And I thought, wow, she can guess or see so much about me just by the way I have my space laid out. And it also told me that you would be a, a great fit for me as a coach because of the way that you were able to see the connection of those. Yes. Yes. And I'm very grateful to have that gift. It, it really, it isn't guessing, it's more of intuiting my way through spaces to help people get what they want in their lives. And I've seen you be very intuitive about this so much so that you've asked me questions over the phone. <laughs> yeah, I don't always have space. to be in the space. That's kind of hard. How do you market that? <laughs> um, but it's true. And, and so tell me an example of what you might pick up on when you're looking at someone's space and, and something that, um, you know, if they were to change, maybe an example that they changed and what happened. Um, so a lot of people want to work. And so in the Bagua map, the way that I work, there's lots of people that use compasses and there's lots of different ways to do it. I'm trained in what's called instinctive feng shui. And then I had a BTB, um, which is a black hat um, sect type of feng shui training in addition to it layered in with it. And um, so this, there's nine sections in the Bagua map and their intuition, career, travel, helpful people, creativity, health, family, and then love and prosperity and fame and reputation. Most people want to work in love or money. And that's where, I mean, most people, not everybody, some people want to travel, some people want to work in career, and usually we dip in all of those. But for instance, let's say money. Um, I've been in places where the door was completely closed and the room was sparse and barren 
and no life, no activity. No, it was just like a dead room. And that was in money. And that was her main thing that she really wanted to work on. And, you know, that was one example. I've also seen um, situations in particular um, where there was a, people have heard me say this before, there's a um, corner cupboard, uh, like a armoire that hadn't been moved in years, literally in years. And there was stuff behind it, on top of it, in it. And it was, it was very stagnant. It just, the whole energy of it was stagnant. And I don't really like when you... Um, angle things like that and block a corner, especially in prosperity. So that was like moving that piece of furniture out and really opening up and decluttering. Clutter is a huge piece. And we've talked about that before. It, it really is stagnant energy, unorganized, unloved, unused. Um, it, it stops you from bringing in the next piece of your business and your personal life that you want to bring in. Clutter actually can stop that. And so that those are two like those are two examples that I think are really good because you know I believe in simplicity if that's what you really like and opulence if that's what you really like but there's there's energy around both of those like are you avoiding it sometimes and you know or is there a balance there i don't know around those two things like the the room that was barren it wasn't simple it was um ignored now that makes so much sense to me because you know we've talked about this for so long and i you know i get it like when you describe a barren room and like ooh you know, definitely they would want to love on that room or, you know, yes. put their personality in there. So like when you see a room like that, what kind of ways do you advise that someone jazz up there? Like, I guess that was her money corner. Yes. And I have actually seen the same thing in relationship. Um, that same scenario, like it was shut off, literally a door closed, nothing in there, just a barren room with a, um, with a um, ironing board up. So if for that one, let's say they wanted to bring love into their life, they had the door closed and there was nothing in there. Um, we put a, uh, a bed in there and made it beautiful and something that you would want to go in there. Um, it's important to spend time in the rooms and the areas of your house of what you want to change and bring in. So even if somebody wasn't staying in that guest room, it was something that she would still want to go in there. And even if you just put an exercise bike in there, I wouldn't necessarily put that, but you have to think of ways to use the room. If it's meditation or yoga or um, a nap, if that's your nap room, but we set it up as if she already had a partner. So, you know, me and um, bedside tables, I've laughed about that for years. Uh, I, I've seen couples that have trouble. The one that's usually the one that's not um, feeling like they have a voice in the relationship will either have no bedside table at all or a small, weak, wobbly one. So we put two uh, very strong matching bedside tables, uh, beautiful bedding that she loved. It didn't have to be expensive. It was important that the colors, she put a nice coat of paint on the walls too. And she really put her intention 
uh, into the space. And that's the most important thing is to um, infuse the area with things that you love. And um, you know, that, was, that was one example with money. There's other things you can do as far as uh, putting a wealth bowl in there, using the colors of green and red and purple. I'm switching a little bit on that, but those are opposite sides. If somebody wants a Bagua map, they can either contact you and you can pass them on to me or they can, they can contact me. So I can send them a Bagua map so they can see the areas that I'm talking about. Cause you can lay the map down on, on your physical space, on your home or office and use it that way. So there's lots of ways, you know, money plants are good. A mirror's good. Um, you know, mirrors expand, um, what you want if you put th put them behind things that you want like a mirror behind a plant is really good because the like especially like a money tree or lucky bamboo if your intention is around money do that hope i didn't skip around there a little bit i kind of got sidetracked but it was um i could see him in my mind and then i start to talk and i'm like oh so you're saying like if a a room is ignored or, you know, not loved on or cluttery, then the way to do that is to set your intention in the space and make it represent what you want to draw in based on like where that is on the Bagua map for you in your life. Yes, that area. That might be very confusing if somebody has never seen the map. So they probably need to see the map, but yes, it, with all of the things that I say don't matter if you don't infuse the area with your intention. So where your intention goes, energy flows. And it's an amazing thing to watch. And it's always good. Like I like to talk about, you got to have balance too. Like you don't want to do a room all in one color. There has to be a balance. There are certain colors that work for certain areas and they can be, um, they can be accent colors. They don't have to, you don't have to paint the room purple because blue, because purple and green and red um, are, you know, good to use in the money corner, but you can bring in accessories around that in the shades that you love. The most important thing around instinctive feng shui is that you love the space. Oh, and I started to talk about when I first got divorced, I really love warm colors. And so I went to restoration hardware and my feng shui teacher, when she saw my space was like, no wonder you feel stuck. It was too much earth. My, I had hardwood floors and I had warm um, tans on the wall and it was just too much. It was too much of one color and it really was, um, it was equal to kind of feeling stuck. So I took the walls up with um, a really lovely gray color and broke that up, which made a great background for art and that type of thing. So that's how you kind of work with it. Like you look at what your results are and keep visiting it. And with my clients, we go back and forth as much as they want to. They have options to talk to me about what is working, what's not. Um, I've had, you know, a situation in an office where we had to work around a pole that was right outside of a doorway. And the first time that we moved the office around, it really didn't do well. We had to look specifically at the results that she was getting 
and they weren't good. So we immediately shifted it around within a week or two. And then the money started and the, and the opportunities started flowing again. I couldn't believe that one. It was very, very clear and very, um, uh, it was, it was it, the, the tweaking worked really well, but it was a good thing to notice. Like sometimes what you think is going to be working doesn't because everybody's different. Every situation is different. Every space is different. Um, you pointed out something that kind of, I think of from a designer's perspective about how you had all the earth in your room, like a lot of one color, a lot of one thing going on. And so as a designer, a lot of times I'll notice people like something and they'll get a lot of it. Right. And then it's like a very heavy handed thing. And since, you know, this whole podcast is about manifesting and ease. One thing that you've shed light on in regards to the feng shui act, uh, aspect of your space. And I also kind of saw as a designer is like, if you love purple and everything's purple and it's very heavy handed, it almost kind of represents you trying to make something happen or even being blind and very resistant to something happening because you're so focused on heavy handing this in a certain way. And I'd like to know what your thoughts are on that. I think um, that's an interesting take. I wouldn't have described it like that, but I think um, it's very valid. I've seen um, um, a house that was all white and all white is, it, well, white is metal. And so it's hard and um, not soft. And you can bring in accents that do that. But when you overdo too much of anything, I think it's, I mean, I, I can't say because it's so individualized what the, out, what the outcome is. But yes, I do believe in what you're saying. And the, um, the results of that are different from, for every single person. Yeah. And I, I noticed like someone's favorite color will be blue. So they think they need to paint their whole room blue. Um, yeah. And they don't, you know, from a design aspect, realize that they can bring it in in a more thoughtful way and have like blue pillows um, as part of a whole thing because you talked about balance. Yes. And that's why it's so important to have someone like you or designers, like I brought you up last night to Carla, who's another designer. And what I'm always amazed about you guys, because I want to be real clear, you know, I'm not a designer, but it's important to bring professionals in. Like I have nice taste, but I hire people to pull it together for me. That's not my thing. You know, I'm not great at picking colors. Like there are people like you. And that's what I was saying last night. The design aspect flows through every part of your lives, my designing women friends, all of them and clients. I, I admire you guys because I don't really have that gift. I have the gift of energy and knowing and seeing, but as far as be, being, bringing in beauty and finishing touches and pulling it together, I always, I mean, it's so important to have trained professionals that can pull things like that together to, with your intention. I agree. I 
Yeah. Intention is so important in all of this. Like you can, you can bring in and you can love blue, but it's so important to bring in, um, so many aspects of that. It's not just that. And it is also to look at, um, what you want to bring in the colors help, but the colors don't help if you hate blue. Like I'm not a huge blue fan. If I had blue somewhere, um, it would be very intentionally put to cool down um, fire or things like that. Like things that are, there's only one aspect of in the Bagua map, the nine sections that actually is fire red, which is my favorite color. But I would use blue very intentionally because even if the Bagua map says this room is best with some blue, I, I, don't, I don't love that color. Right. So you can like use your own take on how to make it yours. Um, yes. Yes. As well. And so I know that, you know, this feng shui is a, is a part of how you help people um, with your coaching practice. And uh, tell me a little bit about like the overall theme of like how you help people or like, you know, this is just one piece of your gifting. And I'd, I'd love for the audience to kind of understand how the space stuff that you talk about fits into another context. Yes. Yeah, so I work with um, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, coaches. I work with a lot of financial advisors and, um, you know, creatives. I've had all different types of clients over the last seven years and um, the space piece is part of it, but what I, I feel like I really am able to help people get their desires, claim really safe, secure um, working boundaries around relationships, whether it's with clients or at home or families of origin. It seems like the boundaries come up a lot and how relationships you know, are, are detrimental or positive in their lives. Um, we, we get them to a point where they're really owning their power. When I use that word, that's about really making peace with the fact that we need to own our power and our voice in order to do the work that we're here to do. And the inner peace comes from actually speaking up for what they need and what their desires are. And, um, you know, I help people make more money. A lot of times I have clients that are making a lot of money, but the rest of their life doesn't really work. And we work around all of the things that aren't working. Um, I, you know, I had a client the other day talk about, um, she feels like she's over promising and under delivering. And it was such a fantastic way to put it. We're trying to be all to everything and everyone and finding that balance within that. And then out of all of that inner work and the transformational work that comes from the inside out, money always follows. I've helped people make seven figures um, more than once this year already. And it's very rewarding and I love that work. And both of them definitely were interested in, in this space piece also. And how does that work? And and intrigued, I would say. I wouldn't say they had as much knowledge as you as a designer when we started, but they were definitely up for listening and how the clutter impacts and how the, the lack of intention and just living really on the surface, what the impact on that is in their life and in their work. I love how you kind of 
use the phrase living on the surface. Um, mm -hmm. Because as a designer, that strikes a chord with me. And I was, you know, just kind of feeling really thankful that the designer I hired to really work with the clients in my design company understands like utilizing your space to the fullest um, and making it all about you, which is sort of our way of bringing a feng shui approach into the projects that they, you know, develop with us. Yes. Feng shui is really at the bottom level is really good design. Yeah. And yeah, um, it is. I think, you know, I really think of a really great design project as a transformation that really also tickles your insides. <laughs> what a like, cute way to say it. Yes. You know, it is, it is on purpose supposed to make you feel good when it's done. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, gosh, you talked about how powerful of an effect, like the feng shui pieces when you weave it in and how you work with your clients and helping them like claim their boundaries. And I love that you mentioned like the conversation that you had about the over-promising and under-delivering thing, um, especially because I'm really actually starting to talk to more women in particular who actually are starting their journey of making money. Um, and this theme is coming up a lot in the boundaries as well. Um, it does. And they don't, I don't think most people realize what a lack of boundaries has on their overall quality of life and their ability to earn for the amount of effort that they're putting out into their world and into their work. And most of the people I work with, whether they're financial advisors or they're designers or they're coaches, you know, they're here to do work that matters. And if they don't have solid boundaries with the people around them, they, they end up tired and worn out and burned out. And it doesn't matter if they're in their 30s and their 40s or their 50s. I've seen it at all different levels. And I, I know I'm one of the people that has like learned so much about boundaries from you. In fact, I really like, you were the first one to really bring that to my attention. Um, and I worked a lot on creating boundaries. And I remember when you talk about how, like, if you work on that stuff, the money will follow that, that is exactly what happened because I didn't have very good boundaries with my clients or the people that I had helping support the company at the time. And it mm. was in the, the first light bulb moment I had was about boundaries themselves and how um, I was just really giving away my time and my energy and my money um, by not having great boundaries. Yes. Yes. I remember. And um, you were very coachable around that and you've done, I mean, that's been what an ongoing work in progress, isn't it? And I yeah. find most people. Yeah. And um, that kind of spilled over into how I was setting up my space and like mm -hmm. not really giving myself a quality space in my home to like run my business from. Oh my gosh. The, I've, I saw you online this week with your, with your space and the way you have it all set up. It's beautiful. And you've got that view. And when you think about when we very first met that little apartment that you were in upstairs, Right. And, and look if, how far it shows. 
everything about your life shows in your space how far you've come. It's actually you're living in it. Yes. Congratulations. Well, I definitely, you know, always had my eyes and ears and heart and mind open to, you know, the feng shui stuff that we talked about. And, you know, I'm a coachable person, so I would see results and then just keep going. Yes. Yes. Well, I love that you were able to like share this amazing perspective today about something that I'm super excited about. And is there anything else that you want to give to the audience while you're with us um, or share any way that they might potentially want to connect with you? Oh, I would love to. Um, if someone would like to book a call with me, they can go to tandypriorcoaching.com and that's P-R-Y-O-R. And um, I would love to connect that way. And you can also write me from there if you would like a copy of a Bagua map. I'm happy to email you a copy of that. And if you have any questions from this conversation, I, I understand, I think that when we talk, sometimes both of us have been doing it for quite a while. And I want to make sure we weren't talking um, in a way that wasn't relatable. So if anybody has any questions, I would be happy to answer them. And I'm always glad to talk with you. And I know you have a great audience and a great following. And um, that's it. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm thank super you. happy to be here. Yes. Me too. And we're going to put Tandy's link in the notes so that you guys can find her easily. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast again. It's always a blast to have you here. Yes. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us on the episode today. I'm so glad you were here to give a listen. If you liked it, this is a new podcast right now, so I would really appreciate it if you would give us a review on whatever platform you're listening on, just to let other people know that this is a place where you can learn how to manifest the life and business of your dreams. Also, if you want to find out more, follow us on Instagram. It's Michelle and Anderson with an S-E-N at the end on Instagram and Michelle Anderson. Dot com is the website.